Welcome to More Than a Few Words, a marketing podcast for small business owners. My name is Lorraine Ball, and I help small businesses become big businesses. And today, I'm talking with Ann Fisher of HR Alternative. Ann, thanks for dropping by. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. And you work with businesses on their HR compliance. Exactly. What does that mean? That's a good question. Um... What HR Alternative Consulting does for businesses, organizations, and schools um, is help them be proactive rather than reactive. And what I mean by that is there are certain regulations uh, which are governed by the federal and state law. And businesses, even with possibly one employee, must follow these guidelines, and that's what we call being in compliance. If you're not in compliance and you are audited by the government, and it's sort of my catchphrase is, I'm from the government and I'm here to help you. <laughs> Never here to help. We do not want the government to come in because they will impose very stiff penalties and fines on your company. What kinds of things do small business owners often get into trouble with? I would say the number one concern I have when I meet with a small business owner is their employee handbook. Um, a lot of times they're incomplete. They're not including government regulations, employment law. I call them sort of in a gray area. I like to see a handbook that is black and white to where it's either one way or the other. Uh, there's no in between or middle to a policy. So, so there's not, this is open to interpretation. I either get paid for this or I don't. Exactly. Uh, pay might not be the best example. Uh, vacation we, policies? Vacation policies is an excellent example. Um, there was a case where an, an individual was hired, uh, promised vacation. It was all verbal. And the employee was laid off, uh, insisted he receive vacation. And the business owner had no employee handbook. Like I mentioned, it was all verbal. And that cost him a lot of time, anguish, sleep, and money. Another area that I often have conversations with business owners about is when an employee should be hourly or salaried. What kind of Guidance should should you can you give to a small business owner? What kind of things should they keep in mind to help them decide how to pay their employees? To be real honest with it, it's not a decision which is up to the business owner. Uh, the Department of Labor has some very stiff guidelines that we have to follow. They have criteria, and if a it's based on the person's basically their job description. So if they are coming in and doing repetitive work, they're not making a lot of decisions that really affect the running of a company, uh, more than likely it would be an hourly position. Um, it's not based on a title. So a lot of times <clears throat> I run into business owners and they'll say, well, we have an administrative assistant. That sounds like it should be a salary employee. We have to look at how much their rate of pay on a weekly basis, and we have to look at their job duties and responsibilities. So it's not black and white. Uh, we have to follow guidelines. 
what is the kind of break point on rate of pay? Is is it, you know, over a certain amount a week they ro automatically roll over into no, salary? They have to meet all criteria. You can't hit just one. The salary, I believe, is around 455 in a work week. Okay. Um, they have to make over that amount as one criteria. Then, if they satisfy that, then we have to look at their job responsibilities. And then, in some cases, we make a judgment call as being an HR professional. You know, um, I was talking to a young woman recently, and she was initially frustrated because her company had gone through an HR audit. And the audit indicated that her job should be hourly. Exactly. And she actually initially was almost insulted because she had seen being salaried as um, sort of a step up. And it was really interesting talking to her again after a few weeks when she realized what a better deal it was because now she was getting overtime. Exactly. And for some reason, and I don't know when it started, but thinking if I'm paid salary, I'm more at a, a professional um, type of position, and that's not necessarily the case. A lot of employees don't like being salary because they're basically going to, they could work 80 hours in one week, and they're going to make the same rate of pay. If you're classified as hourly, hourly then it's to where you are paid for all the hours you actually work within a work week. Anything over 40 hours in a work week, uh, a company must pay you overtime if you're classified as hourly. And I think, um, unfortunately, I think some businesses make um, titles and jobs and create what they call salary positions so they don't have to pay overtime. They figure that that somehow absolves them of that, and it doesn't. They can do it, but if the government comes in and conducts an audit, um, they will end up having to pay back pay. And if they don't keep accurate records on the actual hours this salary person has worked, it could be 40 hours, it may be 30 hours, but they will go to the employee usually and ask, how many hours in a work week do you think you've worked? And the government, unless the company can prove otherwise, a lot of times they will side with the employee, have the company pay back pay, and also the company can be hit with penalties and fines. And these can these could basically destroy a company, especially if you have a large number of employees who are misclassified. Ooh. God, it gives me nightmares. Um, we, uh, uh, we're really careful about that. We have, uh, our timesheets are probably the most formal thing we do. <laughs> Very good, Lorraine. I don't even keep hours necessarily for projects, um, but I do know who's here, when, and how many hours they've worked. The Department of Labor is also looking at if uh, we're talking hourly employees. If an employee, let's say, is on their lunch break and it is not paid, um, if the employee picks up the telephone to answer the company uh, company phone, then that employee should be paid because they are working. Yeah, and, and the way we work it here is if you run out to grab a sandwich, you come back and eat at your desk, you're on the clock. 
if you decide you're going to go out for an hour and have lunch with friends, which is cool, and, and I encourage it because I think you do need to get away. Exactly. Um, and, I mean, I think it's healthy, then you clock out. But, if yeah, if you're here, um, you're working. You're working. Basically. You are. You are. You are. Um, okay, other things that business owners should be thinking about in terms of their employees and HR. Other resources that they can refer to to learn more? How about your new magazine? <laughs> That's a great idea, Lorraine. Uh, yes, I am also uh, editor of a, a magazine called HR News Magazine. As being an HR consultant, I am continually being asked, how do business owners handle all aspects of HR and all the compliance issues and concerns? By being asked this so frequently, um, I got the idea of starting a free web-based magazine. And the address of that web-based magazine? It's www.hrnewsmagazine.com. We feature uh, business owners. Uh, some have no employees. Some may have uh, 10 or more. But uh, they're basic general uh, HR questions that a lot of uh, business owners are constantly facing. And the real exciting thing about the magazine is every business owner I've talked to, uh, their responses are so diverse that it is full of information on how these very experienced business owners are handling basic HR issues and concerns. They're giving you a lot of free advice. Awesome. And I love free advice. I don't mind paying for, for it, but if I can get a little bit for free, that's always great. It's, it's been really beneficial, and we've gotten a lot of uh, compliments on the content of the magazine. It is actually now has a worldwide audience. Cool. So that's really fascinating. So if you're interested in learning more about HR, about how other small businesses are handling their HR issues, be sure to check out Ann Fisher at HR Alternative Consulting. The website is www.hralternativeconsulting.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lorraine. This was great. If you've enjoyed today's comments, if you'd like to learn more about other small business topics like marketing, networking, sales, and business planning, be sure to check out our blog at www.roundpeg.biz. This has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening. I 